0: Hey guys, so this is kind of an impromptu podcast. I'm not going to lie to you, I feel very conflicted on doing this because I really wasn't expecting to, but I just had uh, this huge emotional moment as a mom, as a person, I just feel... I don't even know. I don't even know if there's a word to explain the way I'm feeling right now. Um, But just to give you a little background, I have a 10-year-old. He will be 11 in a couple weeks, and I'm pretty sure he would probably laugh in my face that I'm calling him a 10-year-old still. But since the day he was born, he has had medical issues. Um, In utero, he looked good. He had A little issue with his kidneys, but it was worked out by the time he was born. But when he was born, he was premature. I was severely preeclamptic. They immediately started the labor process at 35 weeks, and they ended up overdosing me on magnesium, which um, ended up giving him magnesium toxicity so he was in the NICU and while he was in there he wasn't opening his eyes and I was 18 when I had him so I just thought he was exhausted and it was because of the toxicity that he was unable to open his eyes and a couple days in it just became clear that that was not the problem anymore we found out that he had severe bilateral ptosis of the eyelids, which is where the muscles in his eyelids wouldn't open. And uh, for some people, that's just a lazy eye. For his, he wasn't able to open his eyes at all. And the problem with that is that is when you start learning sight. You have to use it or you lose it kind of situation when um, a baby is born. And for him, he wasn't able to see. So they did two surgeries before he was a year old just trying to correct it and it still didn't work. So like seven years later he ended up having fascia taken out of his leg and they put that in and it took better but it still didn't work all the way. So that was kind of the start of his medical issues. Um, When he was little, we also found out that he had a progressive hearing loss in his right ear. It wasn't severe. He can hear me well. I think sometimes he just chooses not to hear me and has selective hearing. But the hearing loss has never been an issue. It's just been something that we've had to follow to make sure that it doesn't get significantly worse. Uh, He's also been diagnosed with obstructive and sleep apnea. He's had a surgical repair to uh, have the obstruction dealt with. He had some little things like a hernia, which was really strange and just thrown in there. He had medial stenosis, um, which are just kind of like structural issues. But um, this last summer, and I apologize because a little emotional as I talk about this. But this last summer, we thought he had a heat rash. He got these red blotchy spots that just covered his body. And I kind of saw it and I was like, this just looks like a heat rash. I'll give it a day or two. And then three or four days went by and I was like, okay, this doesn't feel normal. So I took him into the doctor and they were like, well, maybe it's hives, but he wasn't itching. And so they were like, well, let's give it another week and see what happens. And then it still wasn't going away. So then we kind of began to worry. They sent pictures to a dermatologist and they were like, "Eh, no, that's just it's too much to diagnose through pictures. So we need to see him. When we brought him in, he also started getting these purple liney spots and it almost looked like his veins were purple and like you could see them through his skin. It was very bizarre, but enough that had me freaked out. It also kind of looked like he had mosquito bites or like a white scar, like he'd picked at them. You know what I mean? Like when your kids itch a mosquito bite so much, or let's all admit it, when us parents or adults itch a mosquito bite so badly, it like scars and turns white, he had these. And his dermatologist originally was like, uh, those are mosquito bites. And I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. I've been like staring at my child's skin, like a crazy person and nothing is happening. Like he'll go to sleep one way and he'll wake up and he'll have these spots like he didn't hurt himself he didn't have a mosquito bite it's just there and then she decided to do the biopsies I think we had three different doctors giving like a crazy list of all the things that we thought it could be but like everyone was pretty set on hives so I wasn't worried too much And then these spots began to change, and some of them would turn brown, and then they kind of took a different shape. And then I started to worry a little bit, because obviously, like I said, I became a crazy person, and I was looking at WebMD for everything. I was like, okay, I'm going to find this on Google, and I'm going to figure it out before the biopsy results return, because they're taking too long, and I can't sleep at night. Yeah, I was out of my mind during this time. But then the biopsy results came back, and his doctor called. And the hospital that my son is seen at is an incredibly large hospital. And if the doctor's calling, that means there's something wrong. So immediately my heart dropped when I heard her voice on the other end of the line. And she told me he had something called gut tape morphia. I had never heard of what this was. And I've been working in pediatric intensive care for eight and a half years. I was at a loss. I didn't know how to react because I didn't know what the heck it was. So she explained to me that it's a rare autoimmune disease that basically fibroids enter the skin and it hardens it. It's like a much collagen is produced in these spots so she suggested steroid cream and that he follow up with rheumatology I'm not a huge fan of using intense medications like steroids especially on my son who is like prepubescent and um I don't know for me I I just had a lot of questions she was very vague as I talked to her but um I talked to his PCP because I trust her more than any other doctor that I've met. And she agreed with, you know, the treatment process. So I said, okay, let's go for it. Well, we started it. My son already has um, some issues with range of motion and stuff in his legs, but he was really complaining of pain in his legs. And then it truly appeared that the disease itself was getting worse. So I was... I don't know, I just, my gut didn't feel right, and then my son came to me and said, Mom, I truly think this is getting worse, and it just clicked for me, or I was like, this isn't okay, this isn't right, this isn't what he should be doing, so I called the dermatologist back, and she had us come back in, and she recommended that we just go straight to rheumatology, so we went there, and the rheumatologist sat us down, and basically told us that because his is so um, it's so widespread over his body, it's just diffused to his arms, his legs um, his back that she thought the best course of treatment would be methotrexate which is a chemo medication. Of course he'd be at a much lower dose than say uh, an oncology patient but it would be um, enhanced with steroid infusions. You guys, my heart sunk. And then she followed it up with, I need some of these other physicians to come back me on this and I need to get pictures because this is an even rarer form of this rare disease that he has. So I stepped out of the room for a moment. Um, I had to go drop off paperwork with my employer and then mainly i just needed to catch my breath because i wanted to be strong for my son my strong my son sorry was um being so incredibly strong through the process that i didn't feel like i had the right to break down so i i took myself out of the room and within five minutes i had a text from my son's dad saying there are doctors swarming him right now you need to get back in here and I went running back. By the time I got back there, everybody had left. And my son looked like he was in shock. Like he was just an alien in Area 51 or something. Like they had just picked him apart. They were holding on to limbs. They were taking pictures. And then one of them felt that there was a spot on his head that could end up being one of these spots. And what these fibroids do is they move through the muscle and the joints, and they can harden everything. And so the rheumatologist sat us down and said, we need to get an MRI of his brain because there is a chance that this disease could go to his brain. And I thought in that moment that I had just heard the scariest news in my life, about five minutes prior and now I'm here and I'm even more terrified on a level I didn't think was possible. I'm so grateful that it came back negative but we still had to start the chemo and steroid process. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, We started it My son handled it so well. I've just never seen such composure and strength. He... I'm just at a loss of words for how impressed and proud I am of my stoic son. I might be intimating that I was in fact the weakest person in that room because I just wanted to weep. But we got through the first couple of rounds. My son has to take a folic acid every day um, to try and counteract some of the toxicness of the medication that he's on. Um, one day he took it later in the afternoon and I never seen my son so sick he was pale and purple he was unable to um he was unable to deal with the bowel adjustments that were coming from the medication he was throwing up like nothing I had ever seen he was in pain as a mom I wanted nothing more than to just take it from him And I walked into my room and I sobbed because I felt like there was nothing I could do to help my son. And since this process has started, I have felt that way. Just this most hopeless despair. I just often feel guilt because I can't take it and I can't do it for him. But with that being said... I know that there is a journey for my son that is so much bigger than all of this his dad and I haven't been together since he was one and we've had a rough relationship over the last year we haven't been this close in. I think since he was that age I mean we're friends again and him and his beautiful fiance and my husband and I have come together in a way that I never thought would be possible. We have talked about faith and prayer and coming together for his interest in a way that I am so blessed. I mean, It's remarkable if you could have seen the situation. Anyone who's been there, anyone who's gone through something like this can imagine how ugly it gets. And I promise you, we were there. My son wasn't allowed to say my husband's name in front of his dad for a while. I mean, it was painful. It was excruciating. It was torment and even worse for my son. So I'm trying to look at the fact that these horrific things happen... To bring us to a better place. And I don't know what my son's journey is. But I know that he was put on this earth for something beautiful. For something special. For something monumental. He, even if it's just in the lives of one person. Which brings me to what happened today. So a few years ago, my son's dad and I gave blood. Along with my son. And it was sent into a genetic testing center. And what they do is they put in all of his symptoms, all of the diseases that he's been inflicted with, and they see if they can find a marker in any one of our blood that will associate with them and give a reason that this has happened. The last time that we did it, it came back negative, And then we repeated it this last year because of the new disease, morphia, that he was diagnosed with. It broadened the spectrum of things that he could look for so this one also came back negative and i felt like i got punched in the gut it was such a rocking moment because you're like on one hand i feel so good that they didn't find something horrible on the other hand i don't know what could happen to my son i don't know what's coming there's always something new there's always another specialist to see there's always something else being added to his diagnosis list What is coming next? Is it something even more severe? Is my son just going to drop in front of me? Both my uh, ex and myself have heart issues. And recently he's been complaining of chest pain. Like what the hell could be coming next? It was really jarring and just unsettling to me that yet again we found nothing. And we had so much more to add. So... My son's geneticist recommended that we apply to the Undiagnosed Disease Network. And his genetic counselor called last week and kind of walked me through the process. For any of you that have seen the show House, it is basically like Dr. House. Like, There's a group of those kinds of minds that just want to figure out what's going on. They want to connect all the puzzle pieces and paint a big picture of what's really happening. And he'll have to go to a site for a week and they're going to do all their own testing. They're going to get all the history, all the family history, and they're going to see what they can find. They're going to pull all the best minds and try and see what they can come up with. And I'll be honest, I have been shaking for like the last hour ever since I hit submit because... I want so badly for him to get accepted. I want so badly to find out what is happening to my son. I want so badly for this to be able to help anyone else that might be inflicted. If, God forbid, someone else's kid is going through these same things and they can't figure out what it is, I want my son to be able to help them. In that same breath, I am so scared. I'm so scared there's going to be another door in our face saying that they don't find anything. I'm so scared they're... <sighs> sorry you guys I'm so scared that they're gonna give us this horrible news that is going to be scary as hell or I'm so scared that they're not gonna accept us at all and even worse I don't want my son to walk away feeling like a science experiment I don't want him to walk away not feeling as incredible as he is and it just I've never felt more conflicted as a parent I am so scared, so excited. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I am just a plethora of emotions right now. I don't know where to start. Part of me wants to meditate. Part of me wants to pray. Part of me just wants to lay down. Part of me wants to throw up. I'm having these visceral reactions to this immense pain and just confusion, like my body feels confused, I feel tired, I feel exhausted, I feel so many things and then I think about him and then I go, how dare I even think about myself in a time like this, this kind of thing makes me, I really want to just run around the world and look at alternative therapies, I've been looking to Wim Hof's uh, breathing and cold exposure, I've looked into plant medicine. I have looked into therapy just to get him through this process. What kind of um what kind of talk therapy could we use? What I don't know you guys. I just feel lost. But here's what I do know. When more than one person comes together, we can do something incredible. And maybe all I need to do right now is ask you guys just to, just to take a brief moment, if you would, and if you're a praying person, say a prayer for us. If you're an energy person, you know, just maybe, just maybe throw some positive energy our way. If you're a person going through the same stuff yourselves, send me an email. And you guys, I did set up an email, so... Please email me at web, w e b underscore wonders at yahoo.com. I'm here. I am so here. Email me, w e b underscore w o n d e r s at yahoo.com. I would love to hear your story. If you have any ideas on different therapies or Uh, medicines I mean I'm open to anything whatever I can do to try and get my son better if you have any kind of answers for me let me know I am so open to it Um, like I said you guys this was a really impromptu podcast I just feel like there are so many people out there that are going through not the exact same stuff of course but You know, similar things. I mean, there are people who have so much worse. And I think it's important that I always keep perspective on that. Um, But we're we're all one. We're all united in some way. And if you can relate, just know that there is someone else who feels your pain. I'm praying for you. I'm sending you positive energy. I am with you. And if you need to talk about it, please, please email me. I'm here. I I don't care if it's 2 in the morning. Send me an email. I will write you back. I promise you that. Let's get through this stuff together. Let's work together. Let's find a cure for all these crazy things. Let's find a diagnosis for all these crazy things. Let's come together and talk about what the hell is going on. If you're a parent, if you're a child that needs to talk about it, I mean, seriously, you guys, being a person, a mom, a family member, a friend, anyone who is inflicted by this kind of thing where you love or care for someone deeply that is going through this kind of trauma, please reach out. Just know that you're not alone and that it is okay to feel scared. It is okay to feel anger. It is okay to feel happiness or excitement or whatever you're feeling in that moment. If it's grief, if it's despair, if it's Anxiousness. I mean, truly, whatever you're feeling, I think, is the appropriate feeling. And I think that it's important that we let ourselves unapologi- unapologetically be in that feeling. I wasn't planning on doing this today. Clearly, I'm emotional. I can barely speak. But I think that that's exactly what this world needs is some raw emotion. People need to know that they're not crazy for feeling this way. And just recently I bumped into an old friend of mine and her son was going through some really scary times and testing and it happened out of nowhere. She's never dealt with this before. And she just so happened to post posted something on Facebook. I saw it. I ran up there because her son was at the hospital that I work at. And I just walked in the room and hugged her because Sometimes I don't think it's words. I don't think it's anything else but an embrace and to know that we are not alone in this. So in whatever form you need it, know that I am embracing you. I will write you. I will pray for you. I will send whatever kind of loving, positive energy you, whoever needs, just know that I'm here. And for those of you who need to talk about something else, something else that you're carrying with you, please send me an email. We can talk about that too. And if it's something that needs to be addressed in a podcast, I think the next one is going to be on mental health. And I have a super special guest that I really can't wait to talk to you guys about and with because her story is amazing. She's a phenomenal, strong woman who's just got this... Inspiring story from such a dark place to just this kick ass woman that she is now. I mean, I'm just so proud of her and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So, I think that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, actually, it might just be in a few days because honestly, that's when I plan to do something anyway. But whatever, we're going to get there. Stay with me. If you want to talk about mental health, medical issues, whatever send me an email if you want to talk about something completely different if you want to talk about orgasms and blowjobs or how school is driving you batty I mean seriously write me whatever we will talk about it and I will make sure that we get there um because I genuinely care and I think everyone just needs to be heard so I can't wait to talk to you guys. I can't wait to hear from you. And I just really appreciate the people that have listened in this far. I feel humbled and honored that you guys are letting me in to share my story with you. So one more time, email me at web underscore wonders at yahoo.com. And until next time, God bless, guys.